Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at ritual.com prenatal. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. I felt like I'm feeling pretty excited though. Okay, three, two, one. Hello, friends, and welcome to our first ever pilot episode of Overshare, the podcast. We're podcasters now. I know. You might be like, didn't you already have something called Overshare? Yes, we did, but it was only video form, kind of trying it all out. Now we are officially podcasters, but don't worry. It's also still going to be video Mm -hmm. form available. Yeah, you know, exactly. I can talk, whatever. It'll, it'll still be on the YouTubes, but this honestly is something that you guys demanded and we've listened to you. We've read the comments. And so here we are doing Overshare, the podcast. I'm so excited. Me too. So you guys, as the title would imply, Overshare is a space where we literally overshare. All things TMI, unlike you've ever heard before, because we do share a lot. We do. You're going to hear some of our craziest stories, uh, some of which most of which you haven't heard, and then some of which, like, maybe you've heard, but you've heard a more PG version, and we're going to actually tell you the truth. Yeah, because I feel like, let's just be real, since this is overshare, we've withheld a lot of the truth. I mean, we've just always had professional obligations to be uh, professional. But now... We wear the pants. We're our own bosses. No one can fire us. So it's really fine, whatever we say. Exactly. So like I mentioned, this is going to be a show where we overshare, sometimes with each other and sometimes with some of our friends. We are so excited about some of the guests that we have planned for this podcast. You aren't going to want to miss any of them. So definitely follow us on Apple, Spotify, all of the podcast things, anywhere you listen to podcasts, I don't know, or on youtube.com slash shared channel because the video version will be there as well. Because more is more, friends. And I feel like now is the time for us to just get started. Yes, did I say it's every Tuesday? Ooh, it's every Tuesday. Yeah, let's start. So over it. What she said. Okay, so as we said, Overshare is a safe place that we're going to share all of our craziest stories. But we wanted to um, do a little warm-up each week. So we're going to start by doing our segment, Over It, where we're going to talk about what really has been just grinding our gears. Grinding our gears. Really over it the last week. I'm mad. The last week. Or it could be something general. I have a lot of general pet peeves. But Joss, what's yours? Okay, so as you guys know, if you follow me on social media or YouTube or any of the things... I got married last year. <gasps> I feel like I'm what? sick. Uh, today I ran into someone who was like, oh my gosh, please share more photos, share more photos. I'm like, aren't you sick of me? Like in all my wedding spam yet? But apparently not. So that is kind of just to preface the thing that I am so over. And this is quite frankly something Your I have wedding? been over 
no, no, no. <laughs> I loved my wedding. But that is sort of like the backdrop that paints the picture of what I am truly over. So there are so many things that I loved about planning a wedding and having a wedding and blah, blah, blah. There are also a lot of things that I was just like over from the moment they started. And this is something that I have not been able to stand since I can remember. And that, my friends, is what some of you think is an art, but I refuse to allow it to be called such. Wedding hashtags. I hate wedding hashtags so much. All y'all out there who have these wedding websites that are all punny and weird, it's just like, seriously, if I'm being real, because this show is a place we can be real, right? Yes. Just freaking Thanks get space. married. Just get married. Make a wedding hashtag if that's what you want to do that's like Jocelyn and Chris wedding. Amazing, awesome. That way you can find your photos. I get why people do it. But did you know that there are services now that create a wedding hashtag for you? You have to pay for someone to create your wedding hashtag. I don't want to hijack your uh, uh, session uh, uh. right now, but what? did you know that some of those, I've seen them advertised, but then the, the, the hashtags that they generate for you are like Jocelyn and Chris. Exactly. And like, Who paid for that? It, a lot of people do because the wedding industry is seriously such a money sucker. Like what would me and Chris's wedding hashtag have been like, I love Reese's Pieces. No, I Reese's think Pieces? I think it works though for some people some if people there's a does. certain joke. Like my friend got married and her um, husband, his last name is Van Boom. So theirs was Here Comes the Boom. And then they played that song as they walked. Like, I guess. The I so, still like, hate them. I still it was hate like wedding hashtags. a joke though. Like, it's more when people do it seriously, I think. It, people take it very seriously. And it is like a conversation and a fight, I guarantee you, brides and grooms have. But here's the thing. Just freaking get married. What's Just the worst one you've ever seen? So many. They're so forced. I can't even go into it. I was considering making a list, but seeing as how I personally know a lot of these you people. You don't want to expose them, yes. And I actually do love them. I just feel like the fact that people are paying for it is just it's just too much. I'm so sorry if you are the person who owns this business. I wish you nothing but success. I will never be using your services. What do you have, Lils? What are you over? Um, I'm over something. Um, it's pretty. I'm always really over this, but I feel like it's come back into play recently. Um, I had uploaded a video about my upstairs neighbors. Oh gosh. And I, we talked about YouTube comments before. They could call me fat. They could call me ugly. They could say I have a big nose. My hair is gross. I've gotten all of them. Do not. What? Tell me that I am being dramatic or lying about my neighbor being like scum of the earth. So you've been now called a liar. Guys, nothing pisses me off more because I'm a terrible liar. So it's like, uh, first of all, (laughs) actually, no, you're like truly one of the most honest to default people I know. Like you would never lie. It's to a fault. I default to a fault. I, um, I have no poker face, but so I'll be reading through comments and occasionally I'll, I'll respond to hate ones just because I either think it's funny or I'm like, maybe this will like make the person realize that they said that to a real person. I start going through the comments on my neighbor's video, which if you haven't seen, my neighbors are just horrible people and they, I don't want to like stomp in here in case someone's filming underneath us, but they literally, it's like lead feet and they're sliding their furniture across the floor for like five hours at a time and at two in the morning. And you have really worked hard to try to fix the situation. Over the course that. of 12 months. And it's not worked. You and have to move. So that's one of my pet peeves. But no, what really was pissing me off is that the amount of personal information I gave about my neighbor was next to zero. The only thing you know about him is that he lives above me and that he's married. The Could amount be of literally people, anyone. The amount of people in these comments playing devil's advocate and taking his side and defending him and telling me how horrible I am when literally 
what how would they even get that from like if anything it would be my biased story to make me look if like i had examples everything was lined up nope they were like mm, sounds like you're being i feel bad for him blah blah you're Why? Pub- and then someone told me i was publicly embarrassing him i was like you don't even share no one knows who he is. Like you could have literally made him up. You literally, could have it could all be a lie. We know it's not because I can't lie. But well, I recently had someone tell me in the comments that they were really pleased with my current BMI, body mass index. They didn't like it before, and now they do. Ha- I'm like that you is can't so even, That's like something you have to get measured, isn't it? <laughs> I don't even know how to do it. Oh, the but comments. Yeah. And my, it's like not even the ones that attack me like physically or something. I did. It's like no. Don't contradict what all of my proof in my video says and then just defend someone you don't even know. Oh, my gears are grinded. Anyway. It's time to jump in, though. I think that was a good warm-up. Let the blood flowing. (laughs) Okay, so for today's topic, I think everyone can relate to this. Um, I would hope. Otherwise, I feel very alone. But uh, worst date ever. So on every episode, we are going to be picking a topic to take a deep dive into. We are going to share the truth, nothing but the truth, and for the very first time ever, the full truth. So put on your seatbelts, people. Buckle up because this ride is about to get bumpy. I feel like you're prolonging telling us your date story. Oh, kick us off, Joss. Okay, so listen, here's what I want to say. Everyone out there, disclaimer. I have to give a disclaimer because here's the situation. Almost all of your dates, all of your dating stories, all of your relationships should be failures. If you are trying to find one person at the end of it, if that's what you're going for, you just have to assume that failure is going to be literally 99% of the time. See, that's the thing. Because I don't think it's failure to have a good relationship that lasts for like a decent amount of time. For me, when I was single, that would have been like two months. To have a long-term relationship. So I guess for context here, the worst date can't just be like, you didn't like him. It has to be like something he did on the date that personally offended you or something that happened that was traumatic. Okay, so second disclaimer. You know I come with a lot of disclaimers. First off, I just want to let you know that failure is a part of the process. Secondly, I have to let you know that when I was single, um, I would go on a date with anyone that would ask me. Anyone at all that would ask me on a date. Now, I came up in a time before dating apps. So it was all about like the face-to-face or the blind date. Now, I went on so many? Oh my gosh, everyone would set me up on dates. Also, by the way, whoever <sighs> your friends set you up with says a lot about what they think about you. Because if they just set you up with any breathing human they can find, it means they don't like you very well, much. What if they don't set you up with anyone? Oh my gosh. Well, that must mean either they have no single friends or all of their single friends are losers, which means they think really highly of you. What if it's the opposite? I I (laughs) don't think that's something you need to worry about. So I have to preface that by saying that I did go on dates with literally like my aunt's dentist, um, like just super random strangers, people I would meet out in public. I would go as long as I didn't think that they were going to murder me, I would go, which brings me to this date. So I didn't really think it was a date until I got to the date. And at that point, I realized, oh, this is a date. My mom had connected me with a local street minstrel, someone who plays music on the streets. Thank you for the definition. Got it. Um, And so, yeah, so he was a street minstrel from Downey. A minstrel that plays music on the street. Uh, All I can think about right now is Gilmore Girls. Yes, exactly like that. But isn't he kind of... Homeless? This person, as far as I know, did have a home, and you'll know why a little bit later. Was he in doing my it story. for money? 
Yes. So he would get hired to play at like local events inside of plazas. He would play for tips. Like what are those called? Buskers or Huskers? I don't know. Buskers? Buskers. Yeah. Like he was like a street performer. Got it. So I thought like, what the hell? A minstrel. I'll I'll go have a coffee with this street minstrel. Yes. So I met up with the street minstrel, um, at which point it became clear that like this was a date, which by the way, like I like coffee a lot, but never really did coffee dates because it just felt too noncommittal. I wanted drinks at least. I have a question. Yes. How did your mom frame this setup? I like how did you not like remember? Because I can't fathom any situation that would be like, hello, um, I have this nice street minstrel I would like you to get coffee with. I think my, and that you would think it was like a business meeting or I something. Think, <laughs> I think my mom thought that it was some sort of business meeting. That's another thing. I can't tell you how many business meetings I thought I was going to that turned into dates. There was one instance where this man that I was working for then told me he wanted to take nude photos of me in Topanga Canyon. Was it Harvey Weinstein? Um, it was not Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> Thank God for justice. Um, but yeah, so a lot of those sorts of things happened to me because of the fact I would go on a date with literally anyone. So I'm at coffee with the street minstrel and we're not talking business at all. We're talking more about personal life. Because it's a date and I don't know what business you would have talking to him. I, I don't know. Yep, I don't it. know. I don't recall. This is so long ago. Um, at which point he starts telling me of his love for cats, how deeply invested he is in the happiness of his own cat. Mm. At which point he told me he lived in a home, so he must have been doing well as a minstrel financially. Um, you said home and I thought you meant something. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, he had a home. He had a house. Got like it. He owned a house. Um, so the minstrel life must have been serving him quite well. And he starts telling me that his cat has its own room in the house like the cat has its own bedroom and I was like damn I was like living in like a really gross apartment and then he's like would you like to see some photos of my cat and I, I was would, like sure what the yeah. to the cat's room <laughs> what the hell so he starts showing me these photos of his cat so many in so many different positions poses different accessories it was literally like I was looking at like a Playboy magazine, the cat edition. They were like a sexy post photos of his cat, like laid out like this with like a vodka bottle next to it or like on a, on top of a piano. What's funny is that Jocelyn's so nice that I would die to have seen her like fake nice reaction being like, oh, yes, acting like she's interested. But also something about Jocelyn is that like you're not a big animal Person. No, so I mean I'm not. I like, like you, animals, but, but I you like wouldn't want to scroll like even dogs. I feel like no. you wouldn't want to scroll through more than five pictures in a phone. So cats, you were probably just like, yes, yes, cool. So I was like, oh my gosh, like this is amazing. This is awesome. Thank you so much. Proceeded to stay in touch. I kept like you know kind of because he's a business go- contact. Kept ghosting. <laughs> kept not responding. Um, at which point I was then later at Universal City Walk and saw the minstrel performing out amongst the crowds of people. He was actually performing in what's that called where there's like um, dry ice and like fog. There was like a fog machine and he was playing the piano and I was actually at Universal City Walk on a date with someone else going to a sushi restaurant and a comedy show. 
Dane Cook, to be very specific. So long story short is that I then had to figure out a way to make my current date hide from the street minstrel because we were right next to him. When you didn't want to compromise your future that you might have with the minstrel. No, I didn't want to. The the future with the minstrel was over, but the future with the guy in the comedy date was not over. Interesting fun fact, though, the guy I went on the comedy date was the guy who Joe Jonas me and dumped me via text twice. Anyways, that's my story. What's yours? What was the worst date? Oh, it the was cats? mostly involved with like the pornographic photos of kittens and just the minstrel life of it all. I You're- think I think we need to talk to Judy more about the details about who this <laughs> minstrel was, how she became in contact with him, and um, how. I also think I have like a really low bar. Like I went on so so many dates um, with strangers. Like I honestly barely can remember most. You're of also them. someone I feel like could have had the worst date ever, and you would have been like. I mean, was nice exactly or like definitely like gr- i have some great rejection stories i feel like that would be i have a awesome I have a episode <laughs> they're usually like me like forcing to get the rejection though because they haven't they're oh. always they leave it open-ended and i'm like no i need you to say it that's Otherwise, a whole separate topic that i feel like we could go episode. on a ripper about yes i also went on a date once with someone who left me behind the entire date we were at an event and he like ditched me and left me alone amongst strangers for the that entire That feels thing. worse than having to look at cat pictures. And then at the end of it, he was like, I left you alone because I'm in love with you. And I was like, oh, it was like the first time we'd ever hung out. So that was The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Anyways, um, tell me about your your worst date, Lil. Oh, I feel well, like I might know about this. Uh, probably. I, I don't date that much, and I feel like I'll go in phases that I kind of like will go on a few dates, and then usually I'll go on a couple. It goes like, I, I don't usually have bad ones. I can kind of talk to anyone, and I feel like I'll kind of meet everyone on whatever level they're at. Why so, is that? What? Is it because you have fun because you're there? That's oh what God. Megan Rinks always That's, says. There was, I went on a date one time, and it, was, it wasn't a bad date. He was fine. And I ended up, like, I remember the next day thinking that I was, like, referencing the conversation we had. I'd be like, oh, I was talking to this guy about this last night. 
But like, then when I was actually there, I was kind of like, I'm bored and he's talking about some weird stuff. But uh, I got home and I was like, oh, that's fun. I don't know. Maybe I should give him the benefit of the doubt and go on date two. And um, uh, my friend Megan was like, well, Lily, you're really good at first dates and could talk to a wall. Um, so ask yourself this. Did you have fun on the date because he was there? Or did you have fun on the date because you were there? Like, could you have switched him out with any decent person that can carry a conversation and it would have been pretty much Or the been same? alone. I don't do anything wrong. <laughs> but, and I was like, oh. It was a very eye-opening moment because literally there was nothing really about him. It was like, I could have had the same conversation with anyone. Yes. But, um, so that wasn't the worst date. But that kind of going forward, I kept in mind. This date was, weirdly, I had matched with someone on a dating app. And then, did I even? Maybe he had matched with me and I hadn't even seen it yet that he had matched. Was it one of the ones where you have mutual friends? Like yes. you knew he wasn't going to kill you? And I think it said Great. on the dating app you have mutual friends. So he didn't wait for me to match back. Instead, he just found me on Facebook. Ooh. Backdoor pilot like, like for your DMs that it was Facebook. Um, but you can't say like backdoor about dating oh like that's I, even yeah. i know anyway so like, he, he um reaches out on facebook clarifies that like it's because we have mutual friends and i remember even off the bat it was a little weird because he asked me if he could take me to dinner which it wasn't even like let's get dinner I would, the wording is very specific here let me take you to dinner then oh. he specifically said like um i i probably have the Facebook messages somewhere, but it's like a little birdie told me um, something like you like ham, you like burgers, which I, yes, that's one that's of my main That's very true. Groups, which I don't know if someone told him that. I guess the mutual friends would know that, or if he just like did follows you on Instagram, stock. anyone knows you like hamburgers. I don't know. Regardless. So I, if, especially if someone asks me, I don't ever say no to dates usually. I think that's the, I don't go on all dates because oh a lot gosh. of guys. No to y'all. Lily wants to date you. I will say no. But, like, for the most part, I don't think I get asked as much, and that's why I'm not going on them. Like, if, if people are asking me, I would go. But I'm not going to, like, go out of my way to be like, I don't know. I guess I could ask. But regardless. So I am excited. He's cute. He, I asked about him. I got I got mixed feedback from the mutual friends. And I, I'm trying to be as vague as possible. He was someone that is in – like the YouTube world. Peripherally. I, eh, or not. <laughs> he like even worked kind of pretty directly with us, not like you and me, but like our Yeah, I remember. I we think. had a lot of connections. So. Which could he, be a really great thing. Yeah, Your that's are the we best. Have so uh, I got some mixed reviews. Like I asked some people and they're like, oh, I don't know. Someone referred to him as a social climber. Ooh, that, Jocelyn's first reaction when I told her that was, ooh, someone wants to use you to social climb? Good job. And I was that's like, like literally what I was just thinking. I'm like, oh my great gosh, accomplishment. you're someone who's like, which also I was like, that. I don't know if they're going to get much out of it. I'm such a stage mom. But Stop so me now. He um, knows that I like burgers. So he suggests his favorite burger place, which I love that's it nice. when someone suggests where we go because I'm like, I don't leave my apartment so I don't know yeah <laughs> give me suggestions please <laughs> make it easy so I'm like all I need is beer a light beer and a burger and I'm happy he lives in I... west side he was like on the west he lives side on the west way. side and we go to this burger place that is a literal shack which I'm not bougie at all a literal shack burger place is pretty much my dream mm -hmm. that would I'd love to go get it drunk sounds there. like it's going really well so far it's great so especially if it's like he's bringing me to his favorite spot there's That's like cute. I, all about it. I was running like 
10 minutes late maybe because traffic from where I was, traffic in LA is just horrible. Terrible. So I'm running a little late, but I was very like texting him 10 minutes before I even realized that it wasn't like when I was supposed to be there. I texted him and said I would be there in 10 minutes. It was like 15 minutes before, hey, I'm running a little behind. And he lived right by the place. So he was walking there. So like, that's not, I'm trying to be respectful. Tell him that so he's not waiting outside for 10 minutes. I get there, my 10 minutes late. Tell him that I'm there. You had been giving him updates, pulling down the street. Almost yeah. there. He's 15 minutes late after, after you? that. So that means he's 25 minutes late from when it was, was originally. What was he doing? Was he like pooping or something? I don't know. Like, and I'm like literally so standing late? outside the place being like, and it's like not like you can't get, it wasn't a place where you get seated. Do you think he was trying to be like, oh, she's late. So I'm going to be late too, like at casual. Like I wasn't already there waiting. Maybe. That's so weird. Maybe, but it was, I don't know. So then finally he gets there. We go inside and you order at the counter to get the food. And then the bar is like in the next On the room other side. of a shack. Like right. the, the ceilings are maybe like clearance eight feet tall max. I want to go to this like, place. No basketball players could go there. So we go in and he's like, oh, what do you want? As if he's being very chivalrous. I'm looking back. I feel like I'm talking about it condescendingly. At the time, it was very normal. I was like, yes. yeah, what do you want? I, I hate that I'm pointing all this out, but it all makes sense. The, the burgers are like $4 each. It is a very cheap shack burger place, which again, I'm not offended that that is where we were going, but just to set the context. He gets me my plain burger because I'm basic and get everything plain. Yes, yum. I have been sitting in the car to get there and then waiting for another 15 minutes. I have to pee so bad I'm going to die. So we order the food, they give you a number, and then you go in the next room, sit down, and then there's the bar. So I said... <laughs> set the number down so we stepped down and I was like so sorry I have to pee so bad I'll be right back so I go to run to the bathroom and he kind of stops me while I'm halfway there and he goes oh wait did you want to get a drink I think without even like this yeah sure. my mind that this is anything else that he means he's like oh do you want did you want to get a drink I was like oh yeah he's gonna give me a drink while I'm in the bathroom that's so that's sweet perfect use of time and I was like oh yeah and the way I said it was like oh yeah thanks like uh, I'll take, and I like looked over. I was like, I'll take a course light. There's this kind of like awkward, I like go to turn and then I just hear him go up uh, and I like turn back. He goes, well, I was thinking since I got the food, you would get the drinks. So awkward. I would like to point out, this is why I brought up prices. He had originally asked me on the date and asked me to take me to dinner, which I think personally, not even being old fashioned or anything, if you ask the person on the date, I mean, I always offer to split. If I was like, Lily, do you want to go have a girl's night? I want to take you to dinner. I would pay for your dinner. I don't freaking care who you are. Just the the phrase take you to dinner is like you're paying. And then when it's $4 burgers, I didn't, maybe that's really inconsiderate of me. No, but I I mean, he said he wanted to take you to dinner. That includes Bev. I would say that this is the only date in my life that I did not offer to split the meal because it was literally $4. Yeah. So then, oh, I was thinking you would get the drinks because I got the food. Flashback to the burger being $4. The drinks are more expensive than the food. I feel like he was using you for free alcohol. Maybe. Wow, you Which, just got totally screwed. Also, I wasn't ordering five vodka sodas. I just wanted my, four, I think it was literally like a $4 Coors Light then. So it was like the equivalent. He got an actual drink that then I paid oh, you for. you got used. You got um, used So then I literally am so caught off guard when he does it that I'm like, uh, oh, sure. Yeah, sure. And I still have to pee so bad that I'm like, whatever, just fucking buy the drinks. So I literally get my wallet. I take out 20 bucks. I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. Will you get it for me? Because I really need to be. 
So you gave him a 20 so that he could buy the drinks on the date he invited you to dinner that he wanted to buy for you. Yes. Because here's the thing, and I know you're of the same thought, like, we live in current day society. Anytime I'd go on a first date with somebody, I would absolutely always offer to pay or pay for part of it or whatever. But, and admittedly so, I am like pretty old fashioned. Like, Mm -hmm. if I ask someone on a date... I would, or like a lady date, I'll pay for you. But if you ask me on the date, like I'll offer to split it, but like, I don't, it's weird to force it. Um, Not to mention then I obviously like, especially on a date, I'm not ordering one beer. Like Like, it doesn't matter if the date's going well or bad. I'm going to be drinking multiple. So I finished my first beer and then he like, guy was finishing his drink and then just like not seemed like maybe he was done. Oh, you bought him another drink? So then I'm like, well, sorry, I'm not waiting anymore. I was like, I'm going to get another drink. And then I'm not going to just get it for myself. So I got up and I was like, I'm going to get another drink. Do you want one? And I'm I'm like, unless I'm making this up, 99% sure I bought him another one. Because at this point, I didn't Where care. is I'm Drink like, Shack guy now? So Where is this leave. Drink Shack man? <laughs> he is probably still at that shack doing the same damn thing every it's weekend. It's funny because I see that some of the mutual friends we have, they like still hang out and stuff. And I'm like, oh, I wonder what their conversation ever was. Oh, basically, though, flash forward to the rest of the date. The conversation was fine. He was mm-hmm. nice. It wasn't like he okay. was like an asshole of a person. Nice. It was just like a very awkward, weird scenario. Had it been an actual restaurant where it's like, getting a few drinks and getting food is going to collectively be like a hundred. Absolutely. I'm usually splitting it. Like even if they don't want me to, this was just weird. But then we sit down and he referenced where he went to school. Like college. Yes. At least eight times. Which was. Can I say it? Just say it. It doesn't get like they won't know. I mean, at this point, who cares? What's he doing? Shacking it up at that shack with more girls buying them, buying him drinks. (sighs) He went to Yale. You know, um, you might have heard of it. The Ivy League school. If you haven't, go on a date with him. He'll remind you. He literally called himself, and this is probably common for them, but, like, maybe drop this when you're, like, almost 30. And, like, how long ago was this? I think he's saying probably, like, 26 or something, 27. Mm -hmm. Like, maybe drop that terminology once you, like, start going on dates. And don't be like, well, as a Yaley. A Yaley? What are you? What would yours be? What would your college be? Uh, well, and then literally, so he's like doing this as it, and I'm assuming to like impress me because I literally, like you don't know me at all because the last thing that I'm going to want is someone that is so smart that they went to an Ivy League school that I'm going to feel like I'm looking dumb constantly. He probably has a lot of student loans. That's why he made you pay for his drinks. How smart is that? It's all about the public school education. I don't even, oh, I wish I remembered more of the specific things he said, but I feel like every time he said it, I would tune out and like internally roll my eyes because I'm like, who Who cares? Literally, I'm like, I went to ASU. So this is really like, if we're going to be like dick measuring our education. (laughs) You're like, like, my dick is internal. I was like, uh, I don't have one in real life or in this situation. So I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) So whatever ended up happening, I I don't recall. So then, um... (laughs) then we the part the conversation goes to this would the day this would time frame it i don't know if uh you would remember it what when did pokemon go come out oh my gosh right around comic-con of like 20 because it was right before comic-con because remember at comic-con we would we were in san diego and literally people would be like walking into traffic trying to like catch them all yeah so we finished at our burger shack after i bought our drinks stop and he it's right by the beach so he was like oh like and i had 
stupidly not said that I had I usually like say I might have you have plans after that I have to go and I also was still kind of feeling out like what was even going like, on because like some of the conversation would be fine and then you would say something and I'm like ew what like I don't get it why are you who says that suggest that we go walk along the beach and play Pokemon Go literally <laughs> that was how I learned how to play Pokemon Go <laughs> not um, like oh let's take a romantic walk along the beach and like hold hands it's like Yo, girl, you want to hit the beach with me? And well, and like the thing is, is like I feel like monsters. I would classify myself a lot of the time as like a secret nerd, and I like love computers. But you're not playing Pokemon but, Go, but not that kind of nerd. Like a nerd culture isn't really no. my game. I did get into Pokemon Go briefly. briefly. I remember we had costumes, uh, but like because everyone else did, I'm a follower. But um, <laughs> honestly, it was just like I, maybe I gave off vibes that that would be like. a he felt better... comfortable with you, obviously, oh, to well, invite we... you into his special space. Well, and then he walked me back to my car at the end, because then I think I did make up an excuse that I had to go. Like, we had been did hanging out so him? long. I think he went in for the, like, hug, gauge whether it could be a kiss, and I, like, made it a hug. Like, I didn't let it. How many percent? And then he was like, we should go out again sometime. And I'm, like, just so anti-confrontation and don't know how to handle anything. And I'm like, ah, yeah. And then he asked me out a few more times via text, and I just what did you do? Kept saying I was busy, and then I think he got the point. Oh my gosh, that's so hilarious. Um, quick question to wrap this up: on your first dates, what percentage of them do you kiss, and what percentage do you want to? <gasps> I would say a good. I really go. I need to go on more dates. Um. I would say, like, of the last few years, maybe 60%. On the first date. I don't know what these percentages are. First date, 60% I would kiss, but probably 20% I want to. (laughs) Exactly. And then the other 40 is like, oh, fuck, is it more awkward to be like, eh, I'm not into this, or to, like, kiss him and then be like, hey, I have to go, and then never talk to him again. Uh, Kristen didn't kiss me for at least five dates. It was like truly mortifying. And I, every time we talk about it, I'm like, I can't believe you did that to me. And he's like, it worked. And I was like, you idiot. It did. Work. As if he would have kissed you the first day. And then you would have been like, mm, okay, got what I want. <laughs> well, I think I was just kind of like, because he wouldn't kiss me. And I was not going to make the first move just because like, that's not, I just never make the first, I don't think I've ever made the first move in my life. Um, so I just like, it's not my jam. And I was just like, what the hell? And I swear to you, the last time I hung out with him on that fifth date, I was like, if this guy does not kiss me, I'm already so How did he do it? We were watching The Bachelor on the couch. And Chris lived in this bachelor mansion with a bunch of guys. Two with of whom, super fruit. Yeah, two of whom are super fruit. Uh, Mitch you and know, Scott Grammy winners. from Pentatonix. So Scott and Mitch were on tour. I don't know if they I were on tour. Were like, they were on the couch <laughs> No. So Scott and Mitch were on tour at the time. And Mitch had this cat, one of those hairless cats, mm-hmm. you know, that like yeah. looks like the one from Mr. Big or whatever, Mr. Little. What is it in that movie? Dr. Evil. Dr. Evil. Yeah, whatever. Anywho, so Mitch had this cat that like Chris was watching while they were on tour. And I just remember like Chris started kissing me and then the cat attacked us and started just clawing us. And it was like, I was just laughing at this point. I was just like, I mean, it was a nice kiss, but like, I was also like, oh my gosh, this guy's finally trying to make out with me and we're getting attacked by a hairless cat. So Chris picked up the cat and locked it inside of the bathroom. And then we went back to our, I just did a tongue tongue move. That was exactly Um, what the makeup was And it it worked, but it really grinded my gears at the time. Oh no, I would be, that happened to me with the Canadian. 
Oh, the Canadian. Yeah, he never. We need to have him on the show. I called him. We should because he would totally do it and he talk would about so all of it. Because I feel like show. we've had such open conversations about our like weird relationship. I wouldn't call it a relationship. It was, it was a relationship. Just, like a weird ongoing fling. Yeah. Thing. To give you guys a little context, if you're not familiar with Lily and the Canadian, we met him at a bar in Hollywood called Cabo Cantina. He is Canadian, he as you would imagine. His dad, who lives out here. His and- name is Christian with a K and oh a Z. God. His dad handles all of the balls, the meatballs at Ikea. Oh He's my a God. lovely man. The, long story short, we were at this thing celebrating Clever Style hitting two million subscribers. And Rylan, we were all really drunk. And I saw this guy and I was like, he's really hot. And Rylan was like, I'm going to go get him for yeah. you. And Rylan went over and literally started, in, they were filming him. Aaron was interviewing him too. They were just like harassing him being like, lovely man. What do you think about the Lil's channel? And then the next thing I knew, um, we were following each other on Instagram without even really talking. Mm-hmm. And then we were DMing and then he came out and visited we went on a double date it was amazing we went to a hockey yard game. house and a hockey game and he got he us paid, tickets yeah the, after my date where the guy wouldn't pay for my Coors Light then he paid Christian for all of us is coming out from Canada and paying for all of our $150 that hockey tickets so generous and kind and he was um, a firefighter they don't make that much but he I mean but he's also a model on the side don't forget anyway he's delightful he's so nice but we had uh conversations where I literally this was a text I sent him where it was so do you usually not uh, kiss on the first, second, third, or fourth date? Or am I just really misreading the situation? <laughs> and what did he say? He was like, oh my God, you're not misreading it at all. I just like didn't know. Like me. You guys eventually made out. No. You and Chris did never, never kiss. No, never even kiss. I think Stop. I think I actually I, think I gave him a peck one time. And it was you literally. Yeah. And then assuming then that he would reciprocate more and do. No, no. Then it was bye. I cannot believe you guys never tongued. Okay, we need to get Chris Gian on the show if he's single, obviously. I know he comes I, I don't think he is, but I feel like they're happy and we're, Oh, okay, we're good. well, we're good for you. I, I, I still really like that lad. He was, he was very nice. He's very lovely. All right, well, I feel like we've really overshared, <sighs> Will. Yeah, we shared uh, worst dates and just kissing the stories, I guess. Anyway. Wow, what a walk down memory lane that I'd prefer to forget. Yes. But now it's time. Um, we start the show off with like little vent sesh, get our blood boiling a little before our <laughs> overshares. But we want to end it on a lighter note during our share well. So long, share well. I hate us so much more now. Which is, you know, like farewell, but share. I don't know. Overshare, really, share it well. It totally make sense, but like it was cute, right? Anyway, it's going to be cute. basically sharing something that was like a highlight of our week or month or something that made us happy or brought us joy. Um, I didn't really plan this one, but. Uh, what has brought you joy this week, Lil? Um, it brought Besides, me. Besides like this moment we're sharing. Well, obviously this is yes. at the top of the list. I would say um, yesterday I was at Megan's and I brought my dog Max and he, she had a lot of I mean, her apartment was so, so clean. Um, there's, like, stuff all over the floor that he doesn't usually, like, eat, but he'll, like, kind of get in stuff and, like, just, like, almost, like, suck on things. It's, he's a weird dog. Suckling. Yeah. Suckling But items. he finds an old dried strawberry. Watching him play with this and literally, like, pick it up with his mouth, throw it across the room, chase it, hit it with his pot. Playing with How it like cute. it was a soccer ball. It was just the purest joy that I had ever seen, and it really. Do dogs happy. eat fruit and uh, berries? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, they do. I There's one I follow on that. TikTok, and he loves raspberries. Oh, that dog I've seen. Yes, of course. Um, well, a lot of things bring me joy, as we both know, like this jacket, 
this coat has brought me a lot of joy despite the fact that I'm in a full-blown sweat underneath of it. I referred, I, I refuse to take it off because it just makes me so happy. But I have an addendum to mine. What? What? Love is blind. What? Love is blind. I know. Love is blind. That has brought me so much joy the last week. Oh, is that more than a phrase? The show. Oh, I thought you just meant. Oh my God. Get on Netflix. Binge it. You'll die. It's better Wait, than. Wait, is that the show where they move in together after just meeting? They get engaged. Stop. Oh. Oh, I love it. Is it better than 90 Day Fiance? I haven't totally watched that, but they split it up into three releases. So you can't binge it all at once. Netflix, don't appreciate that. But um, so the final ones are coming out this week and you'll find out like who gets married. Oh my gosh, that's so exciting. I have something to live for. That's awesome. That will bring you so much joy. Okay, thank you. Um, But back to my joy. This has actually been bringing me joy for the last few months, but it is getting closer to coming to fruition. And that is the fact that Amazon is opening its first ever grocery store in Woodland Hills, which is a suburb of Los Angeles. And not only that, they are like creating their own groceries. It's amazing. Why don't you say I'm more excited? Because I get everything delivered. Why would I want another store that I can go to? Because it's just going to be so fun. It's going to be like all of Amazon's own products. But Amazon, you don't go to buy Amazon products. You go to buy everything else. But that's the thing. In their grocery store, they're creating their own Amazon, like Amazon Mm. eggs. Amazon I don't know potatoes. if you've ever bought like the Amazon basics. Stuff. I always do. You uh, don't? Oh, I've had bad experiences. What? What? Yeah. I'm very excited about it. And apparently there's not even going to be cashiers. Like you just walk in and they magically know who you are, what you're buying. And I do you go out the door, that. Which I love because waiting in line at the grocery store grinds my gears. Well, and I just love anything futuristic that makes me feel like we're closer to a smart house. The weird thing, though, now in hindsight, is that I do get my groceries delivered via Amazon Fresh, which does seem a lot easier than driving for like 45 minutes. But I'm still excited about this grocery store. Nonetheless, I'm sure we'll make a video, but realistically, on a day to day basis, I don't feel like it's going to benefit. You know what? That might be true, but don't steal my joy. Lily. I'm, I'm very, I'm very sorry. excited about the Amazon grocery store. It's going to be great. And this coat. Thank you. <laughs> Wait, actually, uh, well, you can look during um, our video version online. I, you're, are those like tattoo socks? Oh, no, these are a nice. Um, okay, guys, let me just show you. If you're watching the video version, you will be seeing what I am serving up to and you. And my reaction. If not, let me let you know that these knee-high nylons were a gift in my Christmas stocking probably about 10 years ago um, from my mom, Judy, a.k.a. Mrs. Claus. And it's a nice, like, tie-dye, almost like some sort of paint situation. All the colors of the rainbow are featured. Almost kind of looks like if you're looking through a kaleidoscope. Exactly. It's a kaleidoscope rainbow print. And I just feel like they go with everything and nothing. I kind of thought they were those like sleeves of tattoos. I do have those as well from the time we did that whole tattoo edit on ourselves. What's that called? Punk editing? Yes, love that. Oh gosh, we have to become soft boys next. Anyways. (laughs) Those are joyful, I guess. I think so. It's the little things that become the big things, Lily. Yes, but um, also if any of you out there have something just really like genuine, pure that will bring us joy, please share. Please share because we are going to be sharing your stories every single week. At least one of them. Share something really, really good, please. And if they have video evidence, I would love that because I love a good video that makes me cry happy tears. Same. So be sure to tweet us the video. I think that's the best way to get it. You can tweet at Lily underscore Marston. Thank you. Or at Jocelyn Davis. And honestly, with that, I can't believe it. But that brings this pilot episode of the podcast version of Overshare to a close. But 
before we go, you guys hit the comments. If you're watching this on YouTube or you can tweet us, you can do all the things, letting us know what topics you would like us to overshare about who we should have on and what guests we should have on. And honestly, sky is the limit. I mean, we could have like our kindergarten teachers on, or we could have on (laughs) Jennifer Lawrence. I feel like Uh, she loves podcasts. She really does like YouTuber friends. Or and that. accessible people, but you know, dream big. I would love that as well. Also, again, be sure to follow us everywhere that podcasts are. Apple, Spotify, iTunes, you know, all the places. Because like, we're going to be bringing you episodes every single Tuesday. And the more of you that listen, the more episodes you'll get. And before we go, we have to end it with one simple thing. Thank you for sharing. And thank you for sharing your being here. Time we have to work us. on that after we, the pilot yes. episode, but I felt like this went well overall. Thank you for watching. This is over. Bye. Bye. Bye.